everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. In today's Devo, Bryce, who leads in Watermark's recovery ministry, Regeneration, reminds us freedom from your sinful actions is not habit modification, it's heart transformation. Bryce wrote an excellent Devo aimed at the practical application of 1 Corinthians 10. Idolatry is whenever you love something more than you love God, and sometimes things become idols on accident. But even unintentional idols can help us identify our intense longing for God. What do you crave, and what are you using to satisfy that craving? Because Bryce's Devo is so strong, we're going to focus on something else. 1 Corinthians 10 starts off with a reference to the Old Testament. Sometimes these Old Testament references can be confusing, so we skip them. Or maybe you're partially familiar, so you kind of track, but you don't understand the fullness of what's being said. Or maybe you are familiar, and so you just say, yeah, 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 let me get to the good part. Ever been there? Chapter 10 starts off like this. For I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea. It's important we notice verse 1 starts with the word for. Similarly to when we read the word therefore, as we talked about in episode 36, we've got to ask what the for is there for. And in this instance, we've got to look at what came before this verse. At the end of chapter 9, Paul talked about the self-control and discipline all athletes must employ in order to avoid being disqualified from the competition. Here in chapter 10, he's illustrating something similar. Think about it like this. Just because an athlete makes it to the Olympics does not mean they'll get to compete. They could cheat and be disqualified. I mean, we all hear those stories on the news every time the Olympics roll around. In the same way Olympic athletes are faced with the opportunity to cheat or play by the rules, so too did the Israelites have a decision to make. Just because you're on the team doesn't mean you're guaranteed to win or play fairly. And just because you're an Israelite and saw God do incredibly crazy things— does not mean your life is headed in a good direction. One commentator said this, Paul's point is that one's identification with the people of God, coupled with extraordinary spiritual circumstances, does not eliminate the possibility of spiritual disaster. In spite of God's continued presence and provision, Israel actually committed serious sins and perished in the wilderness. If you aren't familiar with the story, God freezes people, the Israelites, from slavery and is leading them to their new home. But the people, despite how God was miraculously providing food and leading them in the right direction, cloud by day, fire by night, the people complained and rejected God, which ultimately led to the perishing of nearly an entire generation. Chapter 10, verse 2. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud. That's what guided them. And in the sea, God through Moses split it, verse 3. And all ate the same spiritual food. God provided manna and quail, verse 4. And all drank the same spiritual drink. God provided water from a rock, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And the rock was Christ. And by that, the rock was Christ. Many commentators agree that Paul wasn't thinking of a material rock, but rather the, the divine source of water that journeyed with them. Paul was likely understanding the replenishing rock in a spiritual sense, not a physical sense. So what's Paul's point? They all experienced the fullness of God. They saw miracles. They were led by him through Moses in the cloud. They saw God come through, and they experienced his provision as he provided food. God was near to them. But Paul continues in verse 5. 
Nevertheless, okay, so in my Bible, if I'm reading, I'd stop here and write two slash lines right before nevertheless, indicating a shift. Something's about to be worth noting. It's like all that we just read about how God provided for the Israelites was recalled by Paul to get us to this moment. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, at this point, some people get confused. They read this verse and mistakenly think Paul is saying the Israelites lost their salvation. That is not the case because you can't lose your salvation. Our confusion, I believe, indicates that we mistakenly think all the Israelites who left Egypt were saved in the New Testament sense of the word, as one commentator said. And we make the mistake of thinking that God's judgment poured out against sin in the Old Testament must imply a loss of salvation. But that's not necessarily the case. In the Old Testament context, judgment against sin is is most commonly consistent with the loss of blessing and loss of physical life. Believers have always been saved by faith, as Genesis 15, 6 tells us. So when we read that God wasn't pleased and that they were overthrown, it's helpful for me to put this in the mental category of discipline. Additionally, when we look at 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9, it's pretty clear Paul is speaking to believers. So when Paul says in verse 6, Now these things took place as an example for us, that we might not desire evil as they did. We need to resist the lie that screams we're going to hell if we don't walk the Christian life perfectly. We are saved and the Corinthians were saved by grace alone, through faith in Christ alone, according to scripture alone, and to the glory of God alone. But sometimes we forget this, especially that last part, to the glory of God alone. And then, much like the Israelites, we forget God's glory and idolatry creeps in. But the good news is that it's not too late for us to repent. Because whenever correction is needed, God's grace always makes a way for redemption. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe. Because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.